All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Behind the Human. I'm your host, Mark Champagne, and it is my job to unpack the stories and mental fitness practices of people living at the top of their game personally and professionally. And today we've got a two-time guest, so I highly encourage you to check out Christina's uh, first appearance on the show. We really jumped into um, her story and then just her work in general. We'll we'll recover some of that as well. Um, But just for you just tuning in or who didn't catch that episode, Christina is an intuitive channel, celebrity energy healer, and founder of Oh, I knew I was going to mess this up. Is it a hey or a hi? A hi. A hi, a 7D energy healing. And as someone who guides individuals to break through without the bullshit so they can live an authentic, abundant, and aligned life. And she just published Manifestation Mastery, which is the bomb. I mean, I went through, I, I remember <laughs> I messaged you when I read the the early version and I was just powering through in the great, like not a force power through, but just flowing through this book. <laughs> so thank you for A, bringing it to the world and B, for being on the show and welcome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor to be back again. And I just always love our conversations. You're one of my favorite people. And I'm so glad that you, I mean, you were the, one of the first people to to read the book and I'm really proud of it. And yeah, I just mean it meant the world to me when you messaged me and you told me that you were loving it so much. So I'm just I'm I'm really glad to um, you know, be here and I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, I can't wait. It's I mean, it's so good and it's it's also so different in the sense of I mean, I've read a lot about this material or studied this this kind of material over the years, but I've never read a book uh brought to life in this way, I guess you could say, uh which little little teaser for the audience to hang on because we'll definitely talk about that but first let's just let's just jump into uh you know who are you who am i well you know it's funny is in the context on the in the context of the book that question might not make might not make sense right because so much of it is about detaching from identity and that has been such an important part of of my journey and just allowing myself to be whoever wants to come through that day, right? At the end of the day, I'm a spiritual being in a, in a human vessel and just allowing that experience to flow through me. Um, you know, what What I do, I'm a channel, I'm an intuitive, I'm an energy healer. Um, and a lot of what I do, you know, it's, it's, it's deep transformation work, right? So it's really helping people peel back the layers of everything that's not who they really are and step into their magnetism. I think that we have gotten so caught up in a lot of these programs and illusions and things have to be hard. And how do I fight my way through it? And, and it's this glorification of the struggle. And for me, there was a huge breakthrough when, when I realized, and there was an ego death in this as well of, do I really have to struggle my whole way through life? Like, is that really why I signed up to be here? That doesn't make sense to me. And what if there's an easier way? And for me, my personality has completely changed through you know, we've talked a bit about my story and my health issues and and business and spirituality. My personality completely changed. And I got to this place where I was just reflecting on this this morning, like what I was like five, six, seven, eight years ago, completely different person. And today, I mean, I just feel so 
grateful and blessed. And I want more people to realize like you, you can live feeling really good every day and be in pure joy and life can feel like a dream. I mean, whenever I'm with my friends, they're always like, is this really how your life goes? Like things move quickly and I'm seeing signs everywhere. Like literally the, the numbers are everywhere. The, the words are everywhere. Like it, it's just things drop into my lap, right? And life isn't perfect, but I've learned to flow with the universe and I'm not some magical unicorn that's available to, to everyone. And I think that's what a lot of people are really seeking. You know, they want flow. They want to feel happy. They want things to come to them in an easier, more effortless way, right? So we can stop, you know, distracting ourselves with the drama and the bullshit and really just, you know, be in joy and enjoy the human experience. So that's what I'm, I'm really passionate about. And I've, you know, I've gone through severe depression, severe anxiety, suicidal. I've gone through extreme health issues, multiple chronic illnesses and autoimmune diseases. I was told I was going to die literally for a year of my life, was on my deathbed. Um, you know, I was told I, was, I wasn't going to heal. I've been through so much, you know, and I'm so grateful for all of it because it, it, brought, me, it brought me here. And yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of how I got here. <laughs> well, and how, like, what was the... I guess the entry point into this work. Cause I mean, you're, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I want to choose my words carefully, but like, I almost want to, you know, I want to say you're kind of like an expert in your, your field, right? Like you've, you've spent a lot of time and uh, energy being the best you can be in this and, and being the most clear and obviously being able to receive uh, the energy and messages and so forth that, that you need to help your clients and, and you yourself. But if you think back to when you first got started, where a lot of probably where a lot of the listeners are at, right. Where they're like, they know that there's probably an element and I know this as well. Like there's probably an element of questioning, like, does it actually have to feel so hard? You know? And that's what I was getting out of your book, uh, throughout the way. I'm like, let go of this pre-programming of like, yeah, I have to grind through this and that. And, and, and that is the only path to, to getting on the other side, for example, because we're, we're just told that all the time, right? Like, so if you go back to that era of your life, like what were some of the early things that you did to, to help shift into where you're at right now? Yeah. And well, what I will say is that was my existential crisis. I mean, for as long as I could remember, like I remember being very young and bringing that up to my parents and they just didn't really know what to say to me. You know, when I was in sixth grade and had severe depression and I said, I would say I'm severely depressed and I know why, because I don't like this. Everything feels hard. Everything feels like I have to do this and I have to do that. It's just the same thing every day. This can't be why I'm here, you know? And when you're 12 and saying this to your teacher and they're just like, I don't really know. Yeah. what to say to you. And then that got, you know, worse in high school and I just kept bringing it up and then when I got to college, I remember seeing so many different therapists. I was trying to find somebody and I would and they kept telling me, you know, just go on medication. And I got so frustrated. And it's yeah. not I'm not anti-medication. I ended up I did end up going that route for a while, which it didn't work out, but I was very frustrated because I said, I said, I understand what you're saying, but I know the root cause. And so why would I not get to the root cause? Because the root cause is I need to understand what the purpose of all of this is. I need to understand, you know, why I'm here. And I just refuse to believe that my life is meant to be wake up, go to class, do work, do an extracurricular, go to, go to work, do this work, go have a, go, I don't know, go out to a party or go to dinner, have a service level conversation, 
work out, sleep, do it again. Like, I just, I just don't get it, (laughs) you know? And that I, and I, and I was at a really low place and I had so many points of if that's, if that is what the rest of my life is going to be, I don't want to be here. Like I was in a really, really dark Mm -hmm. place, you know? And so I was always on that mission to like find this sense of purpose and a sense of meaning and just this deep knowing that I'm meant to be happy, you know? And, and there was a piece of me that thought I'm just always going to be one of those people that doesn't really feel happiness or have that carefree kind of energy. And then there was this deeper part of me that thought I refuse to believe that. Like I refuse to believe that I'm just destined to be kind of like sulking and depressed my whole life. I just won't accept that. I won't accept it, you know? And so I asked, like I asked very clearly to whatever God I didn't at the time even believe in, (laughs) you know, I said, if there is a purpose to this, show me. Otherwise, take me away. Like I was at that point. And it was after that, that everything changed. It was after that, that I came, that my body started shutting down, which was triggering me into going deeper without my body shutting down and having all those issues with my health. I wouldn't have changed my diet. I wouldn't have started meditating. I wouldn't have started doing yoga. I wouldn't have started journaling. I wouldn't have created so much space to reflect. And it was the reflection that really started to set me free. And I started to, to get somewhere. And deeper down that health journey, what happened was I still wasn't getting better. And that was really the universe saying, there's somewhere else to look. And that was when I went to see my first intuitive because I had, I was like, I have nothing to lose, you know? And so what I would say is the first thing, like bigger picture is follow the signs. Like, what are you being guided to? Right. So somebody said to me, try this out. And I thought, Hey, why not? I'm open to anything, right? What I'm doing right now isn't working. So I have nothing to lose. And it was it was that that really triggered me to become aware of all of the other signs. And I just started mm-hmm. trying this thing where I would let the universe guide me and I would follow what sounded interesting, right? And what that led me to was a path of intense personal development, self-development. For me, working with coaches was really, really helpful. So people who worked for me more in the energy healing and uh, like neural reprogramming, like coaching style. And for me, it's been this commitment and dedication to personal reflection and really getting in there and really getting to, um, you know, the root of uh, traumas I had stored in my body, the root of fears I was holding on to, why I was holding on to certain patterns in my relationship. Like it, it was in relationships in general, it was all about just doing this inner work, which, you know, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day or in terms of think, when I say thinking, I was talking to my spirit guides about this. Like people <laughs> yeah, think that people think like, and, and I'm just, I'm just, this is how I feel. This is my opinion. Yeah. People think that they're doing personal development work and they're not like, sorry, but like a lot of people just aren't, you know? And at the end of the day, there, there's so much that we, <laughs> it's hard for us to see uh, ourselves fully. But when you have someone outside of you to reflect something back or to show you a different perspective, this is where things start to open up. And that's why for me, having people around me that are really expansive has been so important. And that's my relationships. But that for me has been coaches and mentors and healers and people who have triggered me in really important ways and also offered to me what, but here's another perspective and places Mm -hmm. where I was really set on seeing it in one way and I couldn't find my way out those people were able to show me another path. And what about this as an option? And it's not that that option was the option, but just showing me, oh, I'm so in my programming. I'm so in my conditioning. I'm so 
rooted in my perspective as we all are based on how we grew up and what we are around and what we think is normal. It's just what we were around that I just didn't even know there was another way to see it, right? So yeah. opening my perspective up in that way. And then I became obsessed with how do I keep, ex- it's, this is what peop- spiritual people call expanding my consciousness, right? People use that term. And that's what it is. It's expanding my perspective. It's just being very open to anything and, and, and everything. And, and even if I don't resonate with a certain perspective, can I just be open to it? Because maybe there's something in there for me to see in a different way. So for me, it was, and, and with spirituality and channeling, I think this is important to say, because people ask me this all the time, you know, they want to open their intuition and I can give you exercises, but that's not it. Like the thing is, it, it has been a deep commitment to personal growth and development and self-reflection and always checking myself and always checking my blind spots. And and like really going there, like really going to those deep places. And I think that that's some of the behind the scenes stuff that people don't see, you know, and I have people come to me for an energy healing session and they're looking to find their purpose and meaning and they're going through this ego death and I built this whole thing and, and now I'm not happy and, and what do I do? And I think I should go on the spiritual path. And they come in for a single session. And I think if you think you're going to come in for a single session and this is going to change your <laughs> yeah. life, you're fooling yourself, right? It is, yeah. it is commitment to yourself, right? Yeah. And so for me, it, was, it, it has been consistent commitment to myself and my growth and my evolution. And and that is the thing, right? That that really helped me get there. So what I would say is, I think that, you know, if you're not already journaling or having some type of self-reflection practice or, or meditation or whatever it is, that's really important. But to be honest, I think that having someone outside of yourself to reflect things back to you is so great, right? Listening to podcasts is, is super tran- transformational, but I would really recommend getting in some type of container with somebody Mm-hmm. Um, where you can go a bit deeper, you know? So, you know, but if you're doing this thing where you're like seeing, you know, you're going to a therapist, you're going to a therapist once a week and you're just going over the same topics every week and we're not getting anywhere. Like you're not, yeah, it, it's, you're not really getting right? anywhere. Right. It's like so, a different autopilot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's where I was at. Right. I, I found myself with therapy and I, I love therapy and there are many amazing therapists, but it's just a different modality um, and different restrictions, you know, legally. Um, mm-hmm. But I found myself, you know, five years later having the same conversations. And I had to ask myself, at what point is is something going to change? Right. Because I'm just I'm just having the same patterns, maybe in a more evolved way, but they're showing up the same patterns. And so how do I yeah. actually break out of this? Which was at the end of the day, I changed my personality, which was a change in my energy, which was a change in the way that my brain was wired really. So I'm not, <laughs> well, was it for you just yeah. finding the right coach or the right group of people and just kind yeah. of trial and error. And then, and then eventually <laughs> felt right. For me, I think if I could sit down, <clears throat> okay. At that point where I was like, I got, I got to shift this for me, it was making sure that I carved out time every day for myself to really just be and reflect and think like, I had to do that. For me, it was evaluating the relationships in my life. And I honestly cut off a lot of relationships because I had to be honest with myself about where people, where I was feeling drained, um, where Mm -hmm. I was feeling taken advantage of, where I was just not being expanded in the relationship. So for me, I think this is one of the most overlooked pieces of expanding consciousness and shifting your vibration. It's who are you around? Um, It can really block people from growth. 
And then for well, me, and, and it's one of the hardest, right? It's one like, of the hardest. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, we have these relationships and, and I've written about this as well. And I mean, something I struggle with as well, but it's just, I think giving herself the permission and to, to, to say that, okay, you know what, that relationship was useful at whatever period in my life and everyone got a lot out of it. And it's okay that it no longer serves me or them or whatever, right? Like it's not a bad thing to, that we're evolving and it's just, you know, it, it, that, that relationship is holding us back. And I think your language is, is perfect. I mean, it's, I, a relationship's either giving you energy or taking energy away, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, well, sorry, I didn't. No, I want to get into that because, I mean, that's something that they bring up in the book. And this was one of the principles, you know, spiritually that, I mean, certainly came through more clearly, like through, through this work. But even early on, just starting to dive into some of these concepts really opened up my life and it was making the hard decisions that really catapults me into greater happiness, which, you know, might sound harsh to people, but, you know, I started to realize like, Hey, I cut that relationship off and maybe it felt hard to me. But honestly, after that, I felt amazing. Like, yeah. and I have to, I have to, and here's the thing about relationships. If it's not in highest alignment for me, it's also not in highest alignment for that other person. And, you know, so we, true. we could go down the whole, like, I mean, literally energetically, like the energy core between people. And, but, but the thing is, let's say you're in a partnership and you're not hundred percent in, you are blocking that person from getting their hundred percent. And we all deserve that hundred percent. And that could be in a romantic partnership or a friendship, right? Mm -hmm. So in you settling, you're also allowing that person to settle as well. And yeah. now we're not really serving anybody, right? But a lot of that, a lot of the, it's hard to release the the relationship. That's just something we've decided, right? And that's also a lot of this, this deeper programming and conditioning, which you have to ask yourself on a larger level, like who is that really serving? To mm -hmm. create the belief that just because somebody's family, you have to stick with them. To create the belief that, you know, once you're in a relationship, don't, don't leave it, right? What is that? What does that mean about somebody if, if you end a relationship, what does that mean about you? Like, those are all just programs. That's all just conditioning. When, when I zoom out, I think from a bigger perspective, right? People come into my life for different reasons. People come into my life, you know, most people, it's not going to be for my whole lifetime, but it's going to be for a season, a specific contract, a certain number of months, a certain number of years. Sometimes the most, sometimes the most significant person in your life, you just met once. And they triggered something in you. They activated some, something in you. They well made said. you see something in a yeah. different way that completely shifted the way that you viewed the world, right? And I have the privilege of, of having that experience all the time where I'll have people, I heard from them once, and they'll come back to me five years later and say, I know we only talked once, but you literally, like my entire life changed after I met you, right? They changed their life, but there was something about our, our interaction where I triggered something in them. I activated something, right? Or really just uh, hold, held the space for them to activate something within themselves. And then everything changed. And we were supposed to meet. Us not having a relationship after that doesn't mean that it, it was worth nothing. It doesn't mean it was a failure. It just, that's how long it was, right? And yeah. so so the example they use in the book is, is literally about finishing books, right? So when you finish a book, are you upset and mad at yourself? Oh, it ended. It's it's a celebration. It's wow, I learned all of that information, right? Like in every chapter, when you finish a chapter, do you get upset? No, that chapter was the foundation for the next. And it's the same thing with relationships. As people enter our lives, it's it's so that we can have that experience of the mirroring back because as discussed previously, 
we have a hard time seeing ourselves and we live in a mm-hmm. reality where we have so many mirrors around us in terms of the relationships that we, that we attract in, right? But what were the lessons I was supposed to learn through that relationship? And those are all preparing me for my next level, right? So it's, for example, with romantic relationships, you're the person that you meet right before your person that you're going to marry, right? <laughs> that person is going to prepare you for what you need to shift your energy if you choose to integrate those lessons to be an a- the the actual vibrational match for your partner. So it's not that that relationship that ended was for nothing. It was the most important thing. It was the most crucial step because without that, you wouldn't have gotten to the place where you would be able to attract in the next person, right? So a lot of this is just is is shifting our relationship with endings. It's it's really asking ourselves, well, why is it bad if if a relationship ends? Why does that have to mean something bigger versus, hey, I'm on a journey. I'm in this video game and that person might be with me just for level one, but they might also be with me at level one, two, three, four. And I don't have to judge any of that. It, it just is. Yeah. Well, and it, I, what I like about this too, is you know, it, it, it's applicable really to everything, right? It's like, whether it's your business or things you're trying to do in, in life in general, they're all just, you know, experiences stacked on top of each other to, to help, right? Like either literally giving us the skills and the capabilities and the confidence and courage and whatnot to do the next thing um, or 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 know not to go down a certain path or something like that based on, you know, learnings and, and so forth. But in the moment, it's always, it's always, it always at least typically feels challenging. Like I'm thinking of like when you, you shared this at the beginning of the conversation, but like even when you asked the big question of, like, show me why, right? Or like, what's the purpose of all this? I could see other people on on the other side of this this conversation go, following that advice. And again, like thinking or not feeling like, okay, I've asked and I'm, I'm listening, I'm doing all the work and, and, and so forth. And it just seems like it's even worse now, which is essentially exactly what you experience, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is they're for everything. They're, they're, there's an element of just trusting the the journey that we're on, right? 100%, 100%. And the thing is that when you ask, when you ask to raise your frequency, when you ask to be the most authentic version of yourself, everything that's not authentic has to come to light. It has to be moved through. So when I mm. ask, like, show me the purpose. Oh yeah, I got it, right? All of my shadow had to come to the forefront. I had to face all all of that stuff. I had to face all the pieces of myself I didn't like. I had to face all of the relationships that weren't really serving me. I had, it all had to come to the surface for me to deal with because that was the path for me to raise my frequency. You know, on a smaller scale, I always tell people if I do an, if we do an energy healing session, for example, it's Mm -hmm. not uncommon for somebody to be really emotional the next couple of days, because as we've cleared out all of those lower frequency energies, energetically, they, they have to come through physically. So I'll say, you know, if you cry, you're upset, you have limiting beliefs coming up for the next couple of days, don't personalize it. Just let it come through. It's rising to the surface so that it can clear. And it's the same Mm -hmm. thing on a larger scale with our lives. And, and to that trust piece, you know, for me, I've been through this, I've been through this, from a business perspective in such an interesting way where I had that experience with my health. I built this health and wellness brand. I built a very successful um, practice as a holistic nutritionist, a very successful podcast, but this whole platform around health and wellness. And I thought, this is my purpose. This is what we're doing. And then I got the guidance, tear it all down. We're switching. 
And I was, it, that was hard. That was an ego death. That was, but there's nothing wrong here. I'm doing so well. Like I'm, yeah. nope, tear it all down. We're switching. And so I made a hard pivot and I went all into business coaching. I went all into business coaching. And once again, I built, I mean, I built, like, I was like, wow, I'm building like an empire here. Like this is going so well. I'm kicking ass. Like, um, you know, I'm seeing these incredible transformations with my clients. I built this whole thing and everything's going great. And then there comes the ego, tear it all down tear it all down, tear, go all into spirituality. Well, and now I'm triggered. Now I'm really triggered. Now I'm like, oh, people are really going to see me. People are really going to see the weirdest parts of me, like next level. And people are going to judge me and think, why is she tearing this all down? And people are going to think that, you know, I'm crazy because I keep making these pivots. And to the logical mind, it seemed random. It seemed like this <laughs> yeah. hard pivot. And I'm like, no, this is all the flow, right? And so Holy. I go into this spirituality space and it wasn't honestly until the last probably six months that it all connected to me for, for me. And I realized that all of those different aspects, like moving forward and what the books that are going to be channeled through me and the concepts that I'm going to be sharing about, I had to have that foundation, first of all, just for my own experience, but also because when I'm communicating about you know, expanding our consciousness and living, we can call it a 5D life or whatever you want to call it. Like those are the places, th those are the things that are going to come up for people. I have to have that professional knowledge and that experience mm. with people's health, with chronic health conditions, with health issues, because this is coming up. I had to have that experience with business and entrepreneurship and because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and really that's more where we're heading is just even if people aren't entrepreneurs, that mindset, I had to have all those skill sets because of what's going to be coming through. It's, it's spirituality, yeah. but I, it's yeah, those are the pillars, yeah. right? And it's all going to come back to that just kind of from a different lens. And I had to have, uh, you know, those, those personal experiences for to all make sense. And so if I was in judgment the whole way through, of the steps, if I wasn't trusting, it wouldn't have made sense and I probably wouldn't have done it. Right. But I've learned to just live this life and surrender and be like, let's just see, let's just see where it goes, you know, let's just try it out. And so my life moves quickly in that way because people always are like, how does your life is so fast? Because when I get the guidance and I know what I have to release, I release quickly and I don't judge it and I just trust. And it never makes sense to me in the moment, but I've, I'm, I've done it so many times that I get it now, right? I don't need to yeah. know how it's going to work out in the moment. My higher self is telling me, hey, this is the fastest shortcut to getting to where you want to go. So just, so just trust us here, you know? So it's really how I, how I live my life. And it, it's kind of, you know, it, it doesn't always make logical sense, but, but that's the point. It's my intuition taking me to what's even better yeah. than I could have imagined. Oh, it's exciting. I mean, I'm excited for you because I feel like I, I'm almost in wonder, like what's the next kind of uh, deconstruction or the next <laughs> the, the next step type thing. I mean, we can hang out in this space for a little bit longer, but. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I first wanted to say thanks for being here and I hope you're enjoying the show. I wanted to let you know if you're interested, I just launched the Better Questions newsletter designed to provide you with a consistent 15-minute opportunity to pause and think because a pause leads to clarity and operating with intention where we all win and thrive. The newsletter is short, simple, and practical, providing you with three quality reflective prompts and mental fitness twice a month. But as always, I'll adjust the frequency based on your feedback. Never forget, at any point, you are always one question away from a completely different life or outcome. 
You can sign up over at BehindTheHuman.com, which will also give you a free preview of my debut book, Personal Socrates. BehindTheHuman.com. Now back to the show. I'm curious though, Christina, like either from your perspective or for uh, from the perspective of, of some of your clients and so forth, and, and I'll put myself in this bucket too. I mean, I think often we have ideas on, on like kind of where we want to go or where we have some of the signs. And a lot of the times it's the financials that really hold us back or scare us, right? Because there's just so much, oh, can I financially do that? Or even if thinking like making big decisions, like, I don't know, like, is that the smart thing to do? It feels right, but like financially, uh, you know, I've got rent or mortgage or whatever, like, you know, responsibilities. Like, how do you, how do you handle the topic of financials? Let's yeah. just say. Oh, this is a good one. I mean, I love talk. This is why I love talking about the energy of abundance. I talk about this a lot and I really think moving forward, like for people to understand how energy flows and to see money it just has a physical manifestation of abundance and really to heal our relationship with money is the most important thing, right? And people have yeah. people have deep wounds around their relationship with money, right? They're using money, poor money. You're using money as your excuse <laughs> to not fulfill your mission, right? And here's, here's what I know. When I am living in alignment, when I'm fulfilling my mission, right? I'm always supported. I'm always supported. But where people have gotten it wrong, we've gotten it backwards, right? So to give you an example, I got the guidance. So I, this, my house I'm in right now, I bought this last year, my first, my first house purchase, very exciting. And I was looking for other apartments I needed to move. And I got the guidance. You need to buy a house. And I was like, Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not planning <laughs> that. Like I, that, I, I don't really want to deal with the responsibilities of a house. I don't really want to put, you know, a one to $200,000 mortgage down right now. I hadn't really, you know, thought budgeted that. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I, it was just coming in really strongly. And I, it was very emotional for me. It was very scary for me. And I, you know, I just realized like, I mean, I have to do this. It's, it's coming in so strongly. And I said, okay, let's do this. Show me how. And so this house got delivered to me. It was, it was from, from the time I got, I was like, got the guidance, get a house. It was a month until I bought it. Like it was very fast. And also okay. when all this crazy shit was happening with, you know, quarantine and the housing market yeah. down here. Um, and literally I found this house because it, I, I wasn't even looking of a, a Zillow page popped up on my laptop with this house and it said posted 40 minutes earlier. And I was like, there we go. And like, literally it was wild. I come to this house and the first person to put an offer down they immediately accept. It was a Friday morning. They didn't even wait for any other offers. It was weird. The, the way the whole thing worked, it okay. was weird. And I was really scared. And what I realized was <clears throat> I'm getting this guidance for a reason. Why would the universe guide me here, make it so effortless, and then be like, you're not going to be supported in it. And you know what happened is when I got into this house, it shifted me energetically and my vibration recalibrated. And thus, I was able to hold more space for more money and my income increased in accordance mm. with this. And I pretty much immediately received that down payment right back. 
I had a huge cash injection and I got it right back. And so instead of the way I work with money, I'm just saying how I how I work with money because I understand yeah. it as energy and we can go deeper into money energetics if you want because there's so much to talk about here. But just when you understand how energy flows, um, it's not that, and I do this with hiring as well. So I don't wait until I have the money to then hire. I hire and then I receive the money. But it's all about, is this a decision in alignment? And I know that when I follow what's in alignment and when I'm fulfilling the mission, I will always be supported. Yeah. I'm writing that prompt down. That's a good one. Is this decision in alignment? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) So this is about following your soul versus your ego. That that's really what's at the root of it. And we have gotten used to making decisions from our ego. And when I say ego, I mean your fear. I mean your conditioning, right? Mm -hmm. And are you going to let fear hold you back the whole way through? But why would my soul be telling me to go this direction? And then, oh, just kidding. You're going to be homeless in a box in the street, you know? But but these are, you know, money is a really powerful healer because it's highlighting for us, like, what really are my fears? And so shifting our relationship with money is, is so important, you know? And for me, I did a lot of work with money like it was you know, healing my mother wound, like it was healing whatever, yeah. whatever it needed to be. Like it was a, an ex-boyfriend where, you know, money, I want money to be on my team and I have to be in a relationship with money my whole life. I need to look at it and I need to start to notice where am I judging you? Where am I angry at you? Where am I expecting you to not be there for me? Right. Money is a, is a great place to look to see what are my beliefs around support? What are my beliefs mm-hmm. around masculine energy? Right. Because I mean, th- that's something important. If you don't believe that you will be supported, I mean, I mean, that's a place to look, right? Yeah, yeah. That That's a place. To look. What is your relationship with support in your life? Where did you learn early on that you were going to be abandoned or betrayed, right? And what are all these projections and illusions that we are putting on money? Poor money, right? It gets, it's, gets all this crap. It's literally just it paper. <laughs> just paper. It's not even real, right? It's not even real. Versus healing my relationship with money and inviting it in. Inviting it in and be like, okay, how can we work together? I want to co-create with you, right? So what really yeah. wants to be created from, from a soul aligned place. And like, how do we work together here? Right. Yeah. And the thing is that if you're trying to work with somebody and you're being mean to them the whole way through, well, why would they want to work with you? Right. It's, it's like, it's your business partner. If money is your business partner and you have all these, you have resentment, you're angry, you don't trust it. I mean, that's just not going to work. Yeah. You need to shift that relationship. I mean, the theme I'm hearing from you that kind of the whole way through, which is so nice to hear and and witness is just this idea. You're asking really good questions. You're not running from the answers of those questions. And then you're doing everything possible to really see the signs in response to the questions. It doesn't seem any more complicated than that. We can all do that. I mean, I I think we can do it at different levels, but often I would say we either are scared of the answers or we're not truthfully answering. And then hence, you know, we don't really see the signs. The signs are there. You just don't see them. 100%. And the, the honesty is one of the key pieces, which I could go off on that. But the other (laughs) thing is just realizing at its core, my beliefs are going to shape my reality. So if I want my reality to shift, I have to look at my beliefs, right? Where am I already expecting things to not work out? And here's the thing, going back to money, it's like, do you want to go on that? I don't know, $7,000 cruise next month. Oh no, I can't. We can't afford it. You've already decided you can't afford it. You're deciding ahead of time. You're already deciding that between now and next month, you're not going to have made another million dollars, right? And I know that might sound 
crazy to people, but this is, this is how this works. Do you see where you've already limited yourself? These are your beliefs. You've already decided that for the rest of the year, that's, that's your raise or that's your, that's your income, but you don't know that you're not going to get a huge raise. You don't know that you're not going to get, you know, I don't know, a, a a random check for, (laughs) with, with money. I Mm. see this happen all, all the time. And this is one of the things I love about what I do is I hear the coolest manifestation stories, like nonstop. I mean, money gets delivered in, in crazy ways. And this is where, you know, at its root, it's realizing where does money come from? And for me, I realized that I was confused about the source of money and source Mm -hmm. and and source delivers money to me. (laughs) Right. So money comes through people, but not necessarily from them. It's coming from source and it will get delivered to me in whatever way it needs to get delivered to you. So my job is, is to be open to it, to be, Mm -hmm. to be open to it and also to be responsible with it. Right. Because if I'm angry with it, if I'm resentful with it, if I'm not responsible with it, why would it want to flow to me? Mm -hmm. Right. Why would it, why would it want to flow to me? Right. But what, what are my beliefs around my ability to hold money, my safety with money, what it means about me to have more money. Right. What are my beliefs around what's going to be required of me to have more money? What are my beliefs around what other people are going to think? Where am I using money as an excuse to keep myself small, to keep doing, oh, I can't afford it. People, that's people's Mm -hmm. favorite excuse for everything. And if you don't have that excuse anymore, then you're going to have to actually say to somebody, I just don't like hanging out with you. I just, I just don't want to do that thing. You're going to have to actually be honest. Right. And so people use money as an excuse all the time. Right. And so how is it serving you? to blame money? How is it serving you to still have that issue with finances? Because it's serving you in some way, right? It's your excuse in some way. Because what would you do if you knew you were endlessly supported? What are all the things that you would you would now be able to do, but you're actually afraid of? Like that's what we have to actually get to the root, to the root mm-hmm. of, right? So if I know that I, I'm going to have plenty of money, what would I actually do? And then what are my fears around that, right? What for yeah. me, Fears around being visible. Fears fears around being seen were the biggest one. Fears of being judged. That was really what it was, right? Because I could t- keep telling myself, oh, when I have that that amount of money, then I'll do this and that. No, no, no. That was me caught up in my own bullshit. That was me using money as a barrier to actually getting to the root of, of my deeper fears, right? And so those deeper fears are what I had to really face and move through. And that allowed me to stop using money as my scapegoat. Yeah. So many questions. I'm like, typing out questions <laughs> my job here because as you know i'm a fan of prompts but mm-hmm. there's just so many here um but i i like how there's just there's a central theme to everything uh that you're speaking about and it re- to me at least it comes back to pausing and asking some questions around the relationship that we have whether that's with well it is with ourselves money others like our thoughts comes back to this relationship, whether it's healthy or not, frankly, right? And 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 what we're putting out there uh, and where we're, we're guiding these relationships and that energy, which is fascinating. I mean, I want to get, we're obviously covering a whole bunch of parts <laughs> of the book, but I, I definitely want to let you explain a little bit more. Um, I think first, like I said, at the very beginning of the conversation, like how this book came to you, mm. um, because even in reading it, and we've we've had conversations in the past, and we're having one now, obviously, it, it, like it's written slightly, it's not in your face different, but it's written slightly different. Like just the the tone or the the person or the tense is just slightly different for me, at least. Where I was like, this is super interesting. 
like I haven't writ- read a book, like written kind of from this perspective or narrative before. And it was fascinating. <laughs> Not to mention the content is, is, is incredible. Obviously it's just, it's more of obviously and, and more deeper than, uh, on the topics that you've already brought up, but yeah. How did it come up? <laughs> How did you write this in two weekends? Yeah, yeah. So, and we're not talking about a, a, a ten thousand page book here. Like, it's, it's a real length book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's fifty five thousand words. So, <clears throat> oh yeah. So it's I mean it's a channeled text, and you know what's so funny? And this is what I love. I love talking to people about this because if you think about like when you were really dreaming as a kid, like when you're a kid, you really, really know what you're going to do. You know, and I think about when I was a kid and I didn't realize I was channeling at the time, but I was, and I always knew I was going to be an author. I always knew I was going to be an author. And it's been really funny because I was talking to my childhood best friend and we were just like, holy shit, it happened. And like, this is not how I thought it was going to happen. Like, I thought I was like, I was like, I want to be the next JK Rowling. You know, I was like, I want to be the next JK Rowling. Um, and so it's like, I, I, I always knew that, right? Um, I always knew I'd be speaking. It, it's just funny, you know, and you kind of lose that along the way. But when I really started um, channeling like very intensely, it became a focus in my life. The the A lot of what first came through for me were just a lot of things about my own life. It, it, it was about the things that I needed to do. And it was almost like, hey, we're going to give you this information that's going to unfold over the next 10 years of your life just to kind of start to prep you. And one of the things that they told me were, um, you know, we're going to write, we need you to describe essentially a number of books, information that's going to come in to help people expand their consciousness and really going to help us. The frequency of the planet is shifting and we need you to describe it. And I was like, okay, cool. And they told me we're gonna, we're starting off with three for sure. They're about this, this, and this. We'll let you know when. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> Sounds great. Right. So that was about a year before the first one came through. So I, I knew it was going to come. I just didn't know when. And I knew the okay. first one was going to be about manifestation. And for me, I also know that, you know, whenever I need to, whenever a book is going to be channeled, my whole life is really going to be around that topic. Um, to have some personal experience. So I'm making sense of it. And also in terms of teaching things related to the book later on, I'll be able to give some of those real life examples. So it's just funny because I've already seen how my life has shifted with the next book that's coming through, which they already told me will be this year. So there we go. Or 2022. So, you know, I knew that. And then it was January of 2020, like a year later, and they, I was just channeling and they said, my guide said, you need to block off a weekend in April and a weekend in May. And uh, it will be for writing the book and it'll be done within those two weekends. So I thought, great, let's do it. Right. So, um, I booked, I booked an Airbnb for a weekend in April and a weekend in May. And, you know, I'm like, what's they're like, it's going to be about manifestation. Just let yourself be in your flow. So I went away (laughs) for the weekend and I brought my computer and you know, it was, I was, I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to go, but you know, my process is, I don't know if you've ever seen, but you know, I post, um, channeled videos on YouTube and, and if anybody's Mm -hmm. in anime containers. And so when I'm trance channeling, they're speaking through me and I'm kind of like out, I'm kind of like off in space. I don't really know what's being said exactly. I get the gist from the visuals I'm seeing up here somewhere. And they're using my voice to speak through me. And it's a similar 
experience with the writing, except my hands are just flying across the keyboard. So I kind of go into this trance. I connect with the energy, right? Obviously I've done all my protection and everything. I've connected, I connect with the, with the energy. I connect with the entities called them. They call themselves the monarch being. I connect with them and I set, set our intentions. And I just kind of like, you know, step out for a second. And I just feel my hands flying, flying across the keyboard and I'm getting visuals while that's happening. So I'm getting the gist and uh, of what's going on. And, you know, the book is pretty visual. There are a lot of very visual analogies. And so that's mm-hmm. more of what I, how I'm seeing it as it's, it's coming through me. And then after a period of time, I kind of come back and it's like, okay, we're at a stopping point. And at that point, I'm pretty tired because it's like an, a current of electricity running through me is kind of how it feels. And so okay. I, the, my, what it like looked like, very tangibly was I would, you know, have my morning, go on a beach walk and then come back. I would write for like two or three hours, then take a break for a while and then do another like session in the afternoon and then kind of have my evening sleep, do the same thing the next day. And then that was my weekend. So it was, it was pretty like relaxed. You know, it wasn't like I was like from 8am to 8pm, like writing. It was like a couple, a couple of hours, maybe one to three hours and then a break and then just getting my energy back. And then again, um, and I, I remember that first weekend, it was like, I got in on a Friday. I wrote a little bit Friday night, twice on Saturday, once Sunday morning. And then I I went home. Um, and then my, the, the book was a little over halfway done. And then in May I went to Sedona to do something similar and I only wrote for one one day there. And then I went hiking the rest of the time. And there was a point where, you know, I'm like, there's just a point where they were like, we're done. It's like, we're done? <laughs> like, yeah, that was wow. it. You know, so because I didn't know how long it was going to be. Um, but, you know, it was a really beautiful experience for me. It was like, I mean, it was extremely activating, extremely expansive for me as well. And it's a very unique experience to channel a book where, you know, when I read it back, it's it's like reading it for the first time you know and and i'm i learned so much every time i've gone through it obviously i've gone through it a a bunch of times at this point um and it's been a cool experience for for me in in that way as well um and then my job you know is to read it back and (laughs) fix spelling errors and you know any adjustments there you know how that process goes yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah it, it only you know took me it was really about like less than three days total. And then I just sat on it. Like I just didn't, I just like, I was almost afraid to look at it, to be honest. Um, it was so activating for me. It was so powerful for me. And I was, I was moving through a lot of fears after that around visibility of like, this is, I need to bring this to the world. And I'm like, I'm actually scared shitless. I'm actually scared mm-hmm. shitless. Uh, You're human. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm a human. And you know, you know, the reason why these messages are so important to me are because they're what help me. They're what guide me. It's not like, and I think that's really important for people to realize that I try and make really clear to people when I channel, it's like, this is a perspective. And I share this because I use this to reflect on my own life and I work through my own shit all the time. And this is what I use, you know, Mm -hmm. like I ask them, I get this different perspective and it opens things up for me. And rereading that book felt like so many call outs. It was like, (laughs) this is like a giant subtweet at me over here, you know? So it really helped me in so many ways, but you know, I read it, it got to a point where kind of what happens for me is when I'm not doing what I'm 
what I really need to be doing to fulfill the mission, <laughs> my life kind of just stops. And so I got to this point where just in my life and in my business, I'm used to things flowing very quickly, easily, everything's dropping in. I got to a point where it just felt like things felt like they were kind of getting hard. It felt like I wasn't in my flow. And I was like, what is this? What's going on? My guides were like, we're not moving anything along until this book gets somewhere. Because I just mm. was sitting, I wasn't doing anything with it. You know, I hadn't tried to find a publisher. I was just, and I was dealing with that for a couple months. And then I was like, okay, let's just, let's just do this. Let's just move past this fear and let's get it out there. And, um, for me, it's just been really beautiful with people who have read it and hearing their experiences and just, you know, it's like, it's like a giant book of energy work. It really shifts you on a subconscious level, on an energetic level, just to hear people's experiences of how much it's opened up their lives. And I said, a friend messaged me yesterday and she was like, I feel like since I read that book, I'm seeing signs everywhere. Everything is just flowing in my life. She's like, I don't know what it did, but it just activated something in me. I'm feeling so good. And hearing feedback like that, just like, oh man, it doesn't even matter. And any silly personal human fears I had, I don't even give a shit if, you know, like yeah. to hear things like that. So, and I'm sure, I mean, you know, like putting out a book is vulnerable. Putting out a book yeah. is very vulnerable, especially something that is, is channeled. And mm -hmm. I was describing it one day, you know, to my friend and she's like, why are you like, like, what is this about? And I'm like, you know, it's vulnerable in itself to write a book and put it out there. But imagine, yeah. I, imagine someone else writing a book and saying, hey, we're going to put your name on the cover as the author, and you don't get to change anything in here. Like, yeah. that, is, yeah, that, is a, that is a surrender of control. That is a surrender yeah. of control, because the truth is that there are things in this book that I probably would have said differently if, if I was communicating it, right? It, they're not, yeah. they're not, it was through me, but they're not my words. And that's the difference with the tone, right? It is, when it's a channel text. I just say that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a channel text. So, you know, some people listening might have heard that or might have read something channeled. Some might have not, but it's it's pretty clear, I think, if you, if you know my voice or if you know me, like that's not exactly me. And so yeah. it's sort of like they're they're pulling from my language, but it's a different tone. It's not, you know, perfect English writing. Fun fact, you know, in college, I made some side money by uh, editing books to be published. Oh, I was really? very, I'm very... <laughs> very good with spelling and grammar. Let's just put it that way. Um, so okay. I have that kind of background. Uh, there was a time when I wanted to go into publishing. And so I'm reading this book and I'm like, this is not proper English. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like triggering me. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's, it's, you know, what channeling has opened up so much for me and, and that in the way I see language and the way I, um, you know, see, see words and even numbers, it's all a code and there's a vibration to it. And if I change some of those sentences to be shorter or to make the grammar a little bit, you know, more proper, it wouldn't have the same vibrational effect because I'm sure you experience this. There's some type of like flow you get into as you're reading it. It's like, mm -hmm. you're just in this flow state and somehow you just read a whole page that was one giant ass sentence. And you're like, but somehow it just worked because I was, I was just yeah. in the flow of reading it and it all made sense. And so that's, what's cool about it. Um, and I don't think, you know, I, some channeled texts are, are, kind of hard to, to read if you're not used to it. I, what I love about this is I feel like it's very accessible. It's not yeah. like you, you can totally understand it. You know, um, it just has a little bit of a different tone than if you know me. Well, that's, so that's what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, that's what it was for me was that 
I like I do know you in in a you know I don't know you super well but well enough that we've had some conversations I'm like that's like kind of not her but but it is like <laughs> in the same way and um you know I can vouch for you know anyone on the other side listening to this show if you've never read a channel text cuz that was the first time that I had and to your like everything you just said just it, it, I I obviously can't say it any better than than what you just said it just flowed I didn't feel it's funny. I, I almost want to go back and be like, oh yeah, that is one big sentence. Cause I didn't, you know, I didn't notice that stuff because it was just flowing and I just kept going and going. And like I said, I can't wait. Cause I was reading the, um, the, the digital version, but it's like one of those books that I can't wait to just have on my desk. Cause I feel like it doesn't matter where, like it just, you pick it up mm-hmm. and jump in and you're guaranteed reflection or some sort of insight, no matter where you kind of flip it open. So I can't wait uh, to pick up a hard copy and obviously highly encourage everyone listening to do the same. And it's just, if at the very least, just walk into this experience curious. It's because it's like I said, it is different, but not too different, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's still like, like you said, it's still inviting. And uh, I mean, all of the, the all of the sections in here are all the things that we all think about or struggle with or are trying to you know to journal on or or sort out and it's just there's just so much there's so much value in here so I just want to say congratulations a for I mean, I guess just following the signs and, <laughs> and, and booking the Airbnbs and being vulnerable enough because I, I totally resonate with that um, putting on a book in general is um, is a big task. Um, and yeah, and just kind of taken to the next level. So, like, it's like, it's like, it's like you were the ghostwriter yeah, almost, you know, yeah. it's interesting. Literally, literally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And what I, what I think is important, it's funny because when I first started approaching this from a marketing perspective, I was like, oh, this is spiritual. And I had a number of my friends who are not very spiritual read it. And they're like, Christina, this is a personal development book. Like this isn't don't like this, yeah. this is personal development. And that's why I think it's a really beautiful bridge for people who aren't like overly spiritual. And I think that's why my approach resonates with a lot of people because I'm very straightforward and like it this is what works. This is about like deep transformation that people are looking for. Like if you're a high achiever. And the thing with yeah. manifestation is I feel like a lot of the rhetoric, it's very fluffy. It sounds like this very fluffy thing, you know, and at the end of the day, it's really, it's quantum physics. It's how energy flows. And Mm -hmm. you open this book and it's not this sit down and light a candle and then write your letter and bless it. It's not, no, that's not what manifestation is. This is like a no bullshit, like get to the root of the things in your life that are holding you back, right? Like move past your fears, release the relationships that aren't serving you. Like it, it is, it is a very like no bullshit. It's not fluffy. It's everything in here. Like you need to hear it. And these are like deep life lessons, like personal growth lessons that as a byproduct allow you to be an effortless manifester because that's the truth, you know? And that's why my approach with manifestation is, is very different than I think most people like, because when you're working just at the conscious level, like setting your intention, great, that that's great. But there's so much underneath, like what we talked about with money, all of your limiting beliefs and your relationship with money, like that's the juicy stuff. That mm-hmm. stuff we need to get to the bottom of and, you know, just work through those energy knots, shift the belief, right? Shift the subconscious beliefs. And now your reality shifts. And now you actually can create what you want with so much less effort, you know? And so the yeah. book, the book is 
like I think that's important for people to know. It, it is a, like a personal development book, really. And it's not a manifestation book that is just going to be another, you know, write out your intentions 55 times. Like, that's yeah. great. I'm not against that. That can be like an amplifier. But the real work is a subconscious work. The real work is, is what are your beliefs? What are your relationships? What are you afraid of? And how do we move past that? So that's what the book is really about. Um, and I think if you're curious at all, I, w- I would... I would just check it out. And, you know, I think it's really accessible. It's not a difficult read, but it's really, it's really shifting. And, you know, the nice part is I don't feel weird about, you know, pimping it out because, (laughs) uh, because like, it's like, I will talk about how amazing it is because to me, it's like somebody else wrote this, like my best friend wrote this book and I'm like, everybody, everybody get your hands on it. It's so freaking good. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about it. And I'm just, I'm really glad that you loved it. I just want to ask, what do you feel like was one of your biggest takeaways? Well, it's, I mean, I, that's why I was asking some of the questions, uh, definitely around money, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking of like just a lot of the transformation I've gone through over the last probably five or so years, just coming out of the corporate world and the app space and, you know, having that kind of explode, but, you know, realizing and appreciating that that whole journey has led to conversations like this in my book and in the work that I'm doing now, but there's still, you know, I'm still doing the reflection on myself where, and this is where I think you really helped on this conversation, where I need to go to the next level and actually like come off of just my own journaling. Cause I've gone through the exercises of, okay, well, what, you know, shifting perspective. And, and there's some of those exercises are in personal Socrates, but I think I need to go to the next step and, and sit down with, with others, mm-hmm. right. And have that, that mirror there as well. And, and break down some essentially limiting beliefs, right. That are, that are, that are there that I, I feel like I know they are, but I don't know what they are. Exactly. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. And I'm, it's almost frustrating right now because I know I'm doing the right work, but I still have these blocks mm-hmm. that I'm like, damn, like I just need to like blow those out. Yeah. That, right? And that's the power of having someone or something or whatever to just reflect it back to you because, you know, yeah. you have this experience in the book and just w- with a coach or a mentor or a healer or a friend where they say something, you're like, that was it. Like I didn't even realize I had that belief until you said it. Like I just, I didn't even realize it. Right. And sometimes you just need that, that one person to point it out. And money, money is, is a really important place for people to look. I mean, it is, (laughs) it it is the lock on the chains that keeps people in the system. Right. Because if people realized how money actually flowed, people wouldn't stay in all these jobs that they hate. And if people Mm -hmm. didn't stay in all the jobs that they hate, then how would, everybody be controlled. You know, I could go off on a whole tangent there, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but like that, that, because that is the main reason why people feel like they can't fully be sovereign. And that's an illusion. And that's, that's yeah. an illusion, you know, and money, money is a really powerful healer, right? It's, it's like meeting your life partner who triggers the hell out of you. And at the, at the beginning, you're like, oh my God, you're so triggering. And they're exactly what you need. They're exactly yeah. the mirror you need. Right. And so money money is a mirror for people in so many ways. And this is where, you know, a really powerful question is, you know, where did I learn this? All these beliefs I have about money, where did I learn this? This relationship I have with money in itself, where did I learn this? Does this remind me of my relationship with my dad? Does this remind me of my relationship with my mom? Like, who does this remind me of, right? This, this tug of war, this, I don't trust you, but I need you. You know, where else am I codependent? Where else, where else do I expect betrayal? 
these are the deeper questions. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to hear how how your money relationship continues to unfold. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk after this. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we can definitely talk forever. I want to respect your time, though. Um, you definitely have to come back on for the other books. And frankly, in, in between there, I mean, this is so fun. And it's just so almost like your book. It's it's this interview or this 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 conversation is just subtly different than a lot of the other conversations I have with guests that come on the show. And I just I love that about this. And I love that about your book. And it's just, yeah, you can see, I mean, I'm smiling. I'm <laughs> energized. I can't wait to just hang on to this energy for the rest of the day. So thank you for that. Oh, I and love it. Keep rocking it out there. It's so fun. Thank you. Thank you. I always, <clears throat> I always love chatting with you and I always leave like the rest of the day so inspired and so lit up. And, and I feel the same way about you. Like, I feel like whenever we talk, our conversation is just like, it's just like different. Right. And to me, that's, I look at the relationships in my life and I think about like, our energy, right? Like when, when yeah. we're relating and how expansive and in high frequency and inspiring that is. And it's like, I just want to keep amplifying that. Right. So and I'm sure people, people can hear that, you know, listening. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's just a good, like larger lesson and like, you know, look at the relationships in your life and are they, are they helping you feel that way and expanded? And, uh, you know, if not, if not look at it. So anyway, I'm so grateful to be here. Always, always love chatting with you. And yeah, just, it's just an honor to be a return guest. Oh, thank you. Uh, last question for you. Where can people follow along or find the book and everything that yes. you have to offer? So if you go to christinathechannel.com slash book, all of the information will be there as well as different freebies you can access if you purchase on release dates. So we're going to do an ebook presale on January 20th. Uh, there'll be like a super sale. It's just going to be a couple bucks. Uh, you'll get some free bonuses if you purchase it. I'm just trying to get everybody to buy it that day. So if yeah, you want to yeah. help me out, <laughs> January 20th um, for the ebook presale. And then the the hard copy will be avail available to purchase February 2nd. Um, it'll be on Amazon in certain bookstores, but all of the information to purchase will be at christinathechannel.com slash book. And you can also sign up for email updates uh, for reminders of when the book goes on sale as well. And I am everywhere at Christina, the channel. If you would like to further connect Christina, the channel podcast, you can listen to my episode with Mark, which was incredible. Uh, Christina, the channel, on Instagram, Christina, the channel on YouTube. So everything is just Christina, the channel, Christina, the channel. Well, thank you for being here until next time. Have a great, great day. Mm -hmm.